Day, Chamber members. Welcome to another edition of the Guam Chamber of Commerce Member Spotlight Podcast. Today we have a special treat for our Chamber members. We have Charlie Hermosa, and Charlie is the owner and CEO of Bella Wings Aviation. Charlie, welcome to the Chamber Podcast. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for, for having me. Uh, Charlie, um, maybe uh, before we get uh, along with our regular list of questions that we, about your company, why don't you share something with our chamber members that most people don't know about you? I think that um, I think one of the things that every time I'm, I'm asked this question, I, I love to share this. It's sort of a story, but probably the one thing that most people don't know or may not have heard the story was uh, back in my younger days, probably growing up in New York City uh, at the age of nine, ten. I would um, I would sneak into Shea Stadium uh, to watch the Mets. Uh, I befriended a groundskeeper. Um, he actually saw us come in and sneak in one time, and we thought we were going to get in trouble. My friend and I, John John Boyle, uh, but in turn he actually took us under his wing. And what he would do is we would go out there every two, whenever we had a half a day from from school. We would uh, kind of find our way through the stadium. Uh, we would find his name was Gil. Um, Gil, Gil would see us, he would sit us down right in the front row uh, and we would watch him and he would talk to us as he did the groundskeeping um, in Chase Stadium and you know a lot of people that have heard the story, um, I actually shared the story with uh, a close friend of mine who then shared it with the Mets and the Mets heard about it and when I was coming back uh, from the Marine Corps they actually invited me to come back and, and just kind of sit down and kind of walk around the stadium so it was uh, well, for me. It, it was a, a pivotal, cool story. yeah, very pivotal. I actually went by, you know, when uh, when I was leaving New York and I was going, um, you know, everybody was kind of trying to get out of New York at one point, and right. finally, and, and I was, I was going to school, I was going to the military, and uh, went back to uh, to meet with him. But he actually ended up passing away. Okay. Oh, um, so, but uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it was a good, um, you know, we did this for about five six years, and okay. it was an it was an amazing time. Okay, very yeah. interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Okay, so Charlie, you are the CEO of Bella Wings Aviation. Um, why don't you tell our chamber listeners a little bit about the company, when you established it, and what you guys do? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, as you said, I'm the CEO and, and uh, co-founder of Bella Wings Aviation. Uh, the co-founder, um, my co-founder, is actually uh, Perla Cordero. And when you look at both of our backgrounds, Perla has a great love for aviation. I have a passion for supply chain logistics and just kind of finding efficiencies and how we do things. And during, um, as we were going into the pandemic, you know, we, we started looking at a lot of the social media posts and we started to see a lot of requests from people that were in need of something, um, in need of uh, baby supplies, home goods. And we started responding to some of these posts saying that, yes, no problem, we'll, we'll go out to the supermarkets and we'll buy you this stuff and then take it out to you. When we, when they would give us the directions or the place to be able to get these goods to. So this is like right at the beginning? Right of the at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay, when know, people couldn't leave their homes and couldn't leave their homes, going to stores. You know, they were not, they were work, no, they were not working, okay. they were struggling financially. And so... We, uh, we set out to make these deliveries and it was not easy. Uh, some of these families lived way deep into the villages uh, where I, I would say roads were not accessible. Okay. And so when we came back home one night, we really started looking into like, how do we fix this? How do we fix this problem where people would have access to just normal deliveries? Like what about if they do need medicine? What about if the, the child needs Tylenol or needs some type of uh, medication? How do we get this to these uh, families that don't uh, that live in remote areas? And that's when the aviation logistics started coming together. 
we started researching, you know, what's the new wave of technology coming about? Drone technology was it. Okay, so you, you, you thought, I've got to get these things, these supplies to that guy out in whatever village, and I can't get to him with my sedan because it's an off-road uh, trip, so maybe I get a drone. Now, this is probably, because um, Amazon, for example, has been talking about drone deliveries now for a while. Was it kind of built off that idea? or? Yeah, we, so we, we, we looked at different uh, business models that were in the network. I mean, out in the, in the public sector right now, Amazon being one, UPS being another. But, you know, I would say that it, uh, the drone technology is still at the infancy. So okay. there's not been <clears throat> one leader per se that right. has been, everybody has these great ideas. And so where we sit is is the fact that, you know, when you look at UPS, when you look at Amazon, you know, they're still talking about making, you know, deliveries. When, you know, you go on the app, you order, you know, food. What we're talking about is real world. I mean, how do we solve problems to be able to get medicine to? Sure. And, and when you open when you open up the, and when you look at the region, you know, you start looking at the villages within Guam, but then when you start going to Palau, when you start going to FSM, Armai, you have these small islands even that have this, it's even harder, yeah. and you have the same issue. So our our mission, our vision, is to be able to create a networks of, of drone deliveries using drones to be able to connect the islands together okay. uh, to provide everybody with access. We believe that everybody uh, within the region should have access, no matter what level um, you are in the world, whether you're poor, whether you're middle class, whether you're rich, everybody should have access to medicine. Okay. Um, and whether you live on a remote island that only has 10 people, 200 people, you should have access. Okay, so you have, so you started Bella Wings Aviation Correct. right around 2020? Correct. Okay, so about three years into it. Correct. Now, do you guys have a team of employees or is it just yourself? Yeah, so we've progressively grown. We have four full time employees um, and then uh, actually, I would say five full-time employees uh, now and and three part-time employees uh, and that's just sort of from a regular um, we've also had the opportunity to, to actually train and, and license um, other pilots and so one of the things that we want to continue to grow is the list of uh, pilots that are available to do other other work because as the jobs start popping in as as the workforce starts getting comfortable and using drones for doing inspections mm -hmm. videography so forth it's only going to continue to grow. So we're 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 right now we're five to six strong, uh, but we have a, a long list of pilots that support us on our mission uh, that goes up to about 11, 12 people. Okay, so like sort of freelancer pilots Correct. who come in and just fill the gap when you have. Correct. Okay. Correct. Now um, you have these employees on your team. Now, how many do you guys have? Like uh, a ton of drones at your disposal at the moment. What, we do. What's that look like? We do. We do, and it's. We actually created, um, and we had the grand opening about a year ago, um, almost a year ago, no, almost more than a year ago, but it was uh, what we call the flight lab, right? So we have a drone flight lab on the third floor of the two Monsans. Most people don't know that there's a third floor, but there is, yeah. uh, right on top of Chili's. <clears throat> and so we've um, we've been uh, able to settle well there, and, and when you come into the office, you actually kind of see all the magic that's happening. Uh, for example, we everybody knows us from the drone light shows that we do. Right. Um, so we have we usually use about a hundred drones for those shows. So we have a hundred drones. We're working on uh, multiple. Uh, we're working on the on the washing drones right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to start uh, developing what we call the aeroblast. So we use drones to clean the side of the buildings, hotels. Oh wow! Very safe, very easy, very quick, yeah. very economical. Um, we're doing inspections for power lines with the inspections for the telecoms after uh, post uh, the typhoon. So we're really trying to get the technology out. So if you, I would invite every member to shoot me an email or if you have kids or if, if you're interested, 
to really just come up with a flight lab because you, you'll see everything that's going on from 3D printing, manufacturing, I mean, just a lot of technology that's happening in the office. Wow, fantastic. And you're, you're saying this is what's at the third floor? The Correct. TSP. Okay, that's great. Now, um, you talk about uh, like the light shows, and so uh, other than like maybe work for um, the government, any other, do you have like private uh, customers as well? Yep, we do. Uh, we have a lot of private customers that um, that have requested primarily for uh, when they do surveying. Okay. Um, so it actually, you know, obviously, when you take a look at what the drone can do versus somebody actually walking, right? Um, we can probably do four or five times the the speed uh, and the time that's requested. Uh, we do a lot of videography. Uh, we do a lot of inspections right now. For you know, one of the things that we're trying to promote is the the power inspection. So. Uh, we do a lot of uh, site assessments okay. um, to where uh, one, of the, one of the programs that we do use is accident recreation scenes. So for example, if there's an accident in a crane somewhere or where we need to recreate it from a 3D uh, environment, that's, where, that's what we would do. That's probably one of our biggest things that we're promoting right now okay. is, is the, is the uh, virtual reality engineering is what we call virtual reality engineering. So. Uh, if you think of the metaverse, right? So that's that to us, we, we feel very strongly that that's sort of the direction of what the world's going to move towards. Uh, it's sort of like a virtual reality. Uh, the phones are going to be obsolete <coughs> in the next one year to two years. Uh, augmented reality is going to be uh, the, the wave of the future. So what we're doing is recreating these environments where, um, whether it's accidents, whether it's inspections, whether it's real estate markets, um, maybe it's something that I should share with Cisca, um, yeah. but. What we, what we can do is recreate exactly uh, a 3D version, of, a virtual for, uh, version of any area. Um, we'll immerse you into the 3D world. You dong on the, the headsets yeah. and you teleport. So do you have one of those new Apple fancy uh, we do. headsets now? We do. Yeah, we the, do. Is it like $3,500 or something? Yeah, I mean the whole set is completely different because yeah. um, when you submerge yourself into, the, into this world, mm -hmm. um, you're, you're almost physically there, and yeah. there's a way for you to be able to actually have multiple people. So you can be in New York, you can be, you have another person in Hawaii, you have a, another person in Dubai, one person in Guam, and we can all teleport into this file, and we can physically be like, interact, like, with interact the, like, with like just the way you are, yeah. you yeah. and I are doing it right now, but we're not actually here. Wow, that's great, yeah. Okay, so you have, um, obviously, you're, you've been in business for three years, uh, you have a bunch of work, um, coming your way, you have. A, sounds like you guys have a plan for what's next. Um, let's talk about you personally. How would maybe your team of five um, pilots describe your leadership style? I think you know probably the way they would describe it is you know um, visionary. Okay. Right? So I, we have a lot of meetings, we have a lot of discussions, and you know the way that I manage is. I know it's kind of easier said than done, but through gut gut instincts sometimes, yeah. because I feel that there's certain things that when we discuss, it just makes sense, and we gotta we gotta do it. So okay. I, I assume um, the visionary types are also the ones that have like that shiny object syndrome, where like oh wow something new, let's kind of take a look at this. Now how do you say how do you stay focused on the Bella Wings mission? with all the other different things coming your way. I mean, must be a, a lot of information now with AI um, taking hold. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. Because one of the things that I, I have to work at hard 
is to stick to the mission and the vision because of the shiny objects that are all over and and uh, something really neat or cool comes up. I'm like, let's do it's this. Let's let's look at yeah. it. It's, and it's, but at the end of the day, I think one of the things that we've uh, really put together is um, our program is going to continue and our mission is going to continue to be able to create the network of deliveries. But in the back end, in order to be able to get to that point and support what we're doing, we're going to have to do these other things: the drone light shows, the inspections. You know, has added value to what we, you know, what we promote. Okay. Um, okay, Charlie. So, uh, we, before we wrap up our podcast, um, I wanted to ask you: Are there any books or other podcasts or any other resources that you want to share with our chamber members that you that have been influential to you and kind of shaped your vision of the world, and or just anything you want to share for fun? Probably one of the one of the best books. Um, I think there was there's actually two books. Um, one is more of probably more spiritual than anything, uh, which was the Celestine Prophecy. Uh, and and just real quick, the Celestine Prophecy actually kind of guides you and works you through through a storyline, but it allows you to believe that we actually have a sixth sense to be able to understand and feel people's energy, and really understand and how to read people and mm-hmm. whether they're having a good day, bad day. Uh, walk to a room and just wow, you feel the energy and you thrive off the energy and you kind of you know, you build your own energy based on that. Okay. Um, and the other one is good to great. Uh, for me, that has, even to this day, it, it still kind of hits on the tones as far as being able to develop uh, the workforce, being able to identify the right people right. for everything that you want to be able to do. How do you want to move the company forward? And so it, it really, that's sort of where my mission is as well, is because I have no doubt that uh, Bella Wings will be one of those companies for Guam um, that's a staple where we'll have our own large warehouse production and leading the market on this side of the world. I have no doubt that we will. Now, yeah, it does, it does sound like it has a very promising um, future. What is, uh, I guess, the regulatory environment like? I mean, for you, I assume that's probably the number one concern or at least hurdle or obstacle to get around. Right. Um, do you have like a person who's dedicated to just keeping an eye on all that, or is that you? No. Uh, so Perla, uh, Perla, she's uh, she's in uh, she works for United, so mm-hmm. she's really really into. If anybody wants to talk about regulatory, she's she's okay. well uh, in depth, and she's also a pilot herself. Yeah. Uh, we work closely with the FAA. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that we've been actually trying to promote is the fact that we believe that Guam and this region is is should it should be a haven for testing of the drone technology out here because. Uh, we have an abundance amount of water, um, so we could do a lot of testing. If something was to happen, it's not going to land in, in an urban environment or in homes. You'll lose it, go in the water, okay, no big deal. Yeah. Um, so we're actually promoting that with the FAA. The FAA is really catching on to that. So I think that on the R&D side, being able to promote and get other companies come to come out here and actually promote their technology is, is another way that's going to happen. Okay. Well, Charlie, thank you so much. Um, if our chamber members want to get a hold of you, how can, how can they get hold of you or your yep. team? So, so uh, I, I can give you my direct number. I'm always 24-7. That's just the way I operate. Uh, so 671-988-5809 um, or at charlie at bellowingsaviation.com. That's one word. Or you can find us on the website at www.bellowingsaviation.com or Instagram, which we're also, we do a lot of, uh, and that's bellowingsguam. Or the Two Sands Plaza, or just come over to Two Sands. I would, I would highly uh, promote the fact that we want to be able to invite everybody to come over to our lab and really play. And and if you, you'll find the very technical aspect about yourself, but if you have kids and everything, that's the other part of it that we want to be able to promote is education. We 
We yeah. want to be able to get the talent locally and then kind of continue to grow and, and bring them on how work so that they can work for us one day. All right. Well, Charlie, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. Um, it was really nice to learn about Bella Wings Aviation. Uh, good luck to you and all the future uh, endeavors for you that you guys have. Chamber members, thank you so much for joining us today. And we will see you on the next episode of the Chamber Members Spotlight Podcast.